Hello, and welcome to Theories and Thoughts Podcast with Anya and Fancy. It did it again. It didn't tell me that it was alive. It just said schedule. So I didn't know. One thing is, oh, well, that was would be live because I was going to say maybe, um, and it might be all streaming platforms now, the post isn't the actual same post. Like the live post isn't the same as the announcement post, basically. Oh, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe no, because right here, see, now it's saying live before it just says schedule. It does still have a delay though. Oh, okay. So if y'all ever wonder what I'm doing and why I did that like that and why I'm not talking right away, um, <laughs> it's because I'm not sure if we're live. So, fancy election day. I'm just ready to get out of this over with. Let me tell y'all something. I had joined, um, I was on both of, both campaigns mailing list because back in the day when we were trying to, um, for Juneteenth, when oh, we were trying yeah. to feel, uh, <laughs> get up all the tickets for Trump. Um, in Tulsa, I just stayed on just to see what he said, y'all. And it was just awful. That's what it was. It was just awful. Everything. Um, I'm trying to share. It is so loud. Sorry. I never can share. I love Turn down your own volume. I am, ma'am. Oh, anyway. Um, so it just was. Are you talking about the one that Paris be sending out? No. Okay. Well, I be seeing those from Paris and I just be like, how does he do this as a black man? How does he, he must, he's like the um director of communications or something, but you probably saw him like on Fox or CNN. I don't watch all of them. Well, he be on there. He's like one of the few you know, black men that you just really see going hard for Trump or whatever. He's been with him for a while, but he sends out a lot of the uh, emails from the RNC or whatever. And it'll like say, you know, from Paris Denard, I think it's his last name or whatever. But I just be like, cause he, and the thing is, is he sends out the emails that seems like it's supposed to really touch the minority communities, you know, like Trump did this for the HBCU, so-and-so, so-and-so, and I just be like, okay. I just don't know how he, but I mean, he did do it. I won't deny that, but there was an agenda for it, obviously. It was to try to get our votes. So whenever he's sending this stuff out, it just really irks my nerves because I don't understand how, I guess you say morally, he could look at himself every day but you know it is what it is well in all honesty um the ones that i was getting was from the campaign and it'll say from donald jr from donald trump from melania from different people it'll say that and he'll be like like he'll say i'm about to go on stage when i get off i want to see that you made a donation Oh, well, I didn't know he was coming across like that on his email. Yeah. But I could see that, though. His his rallies and stuff be that way. So that makes sense. And I see people, like, really being like, okay, you know, let me get myself, let me get my money together. And obviously they had been before. I And my only problem with the Biden campaign was 
<laughs> they sent out too much stuff. I gave. This was the first election I ever gave to an election. I mean, I like, I feel bad, but no. No, well, girl, look, I got. T- I didn't want to give no more <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't want to give no more because I was like, that means they're gonna keep texting and emailing me and stuff. I, when I tell you the Biden Harris campaign, yep, Lord, I got tired of it. Look, why my mama be like, "That's Kamala now, <laughs> that's Kamala them again." I'm like, okay, mom, cause she be like, really, like they picked just her or something. And I don't know if she ever gave, but she really be, I think it'd be missing with, you know, like she'd be wanting to give or something, so. I gave, I gave, I didn't, well, of course I didn't give to Trump. Um, I gave to like Laura, well, no, I think this is for the Biden campaign. No, that was something else. So even, um, even Biden stuff, it comes as Joseph Biden Jr. Oh, we can't. Okay, so I was like, it's still quite kind of a glare, but we see Democrat there. Yeah, it says that it comes from there, but he his is so much better. They say please, they say thank you. Democrats say please, they say thank you. You know, like another ones be like um, politely asking that. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, so they they match the kind of seem like the characters of the people, if you think about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Wait, like this one. It says, Anya, I want to reach out because the president noticed you haven't contributed to our critical <laughs> in the quarter fundraising goal. <laughs> the the the, the, the debate is tomorrow, and and that's the crazy thing. It's like he noticed. Um, the the subject line is this is critical. Whereas the Biden says politely asking, aren't you? We're 48 hours away from our final end of quarter fundraising of this campaign. And the big fundraising deadline means doing what I enjoy the least, which is asking for donations. You see what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. You can't make this shit up. Like you cannot make this up. Well, uh, I don't. I don't know what to say to that. I guess it's almost over. That's what I can say to it. A lot of people was complaining. They were like, "These now it's harassment." Let me tell you. <laughs> I sent them a message. They was like, um, "The the um, what you call said they don't tell you that you didn't vote. I mean that you didn't give. They just have like a chart at the bottom. The Democrats, and it showed that um, I had zero contribution contribution. I say yes, I I text them, yes, I did. <laughs> did they reply back? No. Oh. Because <laughs> um, one of the, the candidates I was trying to interview, uh, not in a presidential campaign, mm-hmm. well, election, but um, I forgot what it was. But if you were to text it, text the number, someone is going to text you. Well, they text me back because I was trying to reach her uh, publicist and they actually sent me the publicist info, so... Yeah, somebody, somebody texts back. Well, no, they didn't. Did they text? I don't remember. Let me not lie to you. I don't remember if they text back. I don't remember. I know when I said, I already voted. I've given to you guys. Stop texting me. Thank you. Can you not just uh, do the, you know how they say reply stop to stop? It doesn't say that. 
um, at the bottom. I don't know. Oh, Joe. I mean, I just believe that Joe is making way for Kamala. But, excuse me, our guest today, he's, yeah, it says, um, I say I voted and y'all sent too many texts. <laughs> I say I voted and y'all sent too many texts. Please remove me. I've given funds that um that as well. Good luck. And <laughs> they took me off. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, they took you off then. That's yeah. Cool. The week. Um, but one thing, Ernest is very big. Um, he's very knowledgeable in politics. He was like, I ain't voting for Biden. I can't vote for him because of this, that, and that. So I'm sure he'll share his his views, but he ain't um, voting for Trump. But he feel like that Biden is worse than Trump. So that I'll be interested in hearing um, what he have. But he studies this. Like, this is something that he studies, he looks into, and different things like that. So it'll be interesting to hear his point of view, especially as a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually made a post on my page the other day and I was just like, you know, why are these black, I honestly did not see so many black men against Biden until he put Kamala on him. Kamala. Do you think so? I had a guy tell me and I took him off my page. Um, he pretty much told me that the only reason why I wanted to vote for Kamala Kamala is because she's a black woman. And so if that's what I want, that's the reason. And what? Like, they voting for Trump because he white. And he a man. What's up? Yeah, and they think that he has all this money and he's such a businessman. Which I wrote my blog um, the other week, or what, last week. And Mm -hmm. it was entitled... um, Dear black man, will you show up? Just asking black men if they were going to vote or not because I've had quite a few black men also say that they aren't going to vote. And I hate that I didn't think about this like way ahead of time to just kind of go through and check with each one and ask them ahead of time like, hey, are you planning on voting? Hey, Mariah. Hey, Mariah. Um, that it didn't occur to me until like last week. And I'm like, that's really late. Cause you know, they can't register or anything, but some right. people have been registered and weren't really thinking about going out or whatever. So that was one thing. But my neighbor who's pretty cool, um, he'll like come by and help with stuff I need some done. And he takes me early and he asked that I voted. And I was like, you know, I had just recently voted right before he texted or something, but I was away from the house then. So I asked him if he had voted and he was like, not just yet. And then later on, he texted me and he was like, as of now, I voted. And I'm like, okay, see, I was like, I don't know if you read the blog or not. No other black man like really responded. I see people read it, but they didn't say, you know, I didn't get much of a rebuttal. I kind of ended up writing another blog um, today just for a newsletter. And I don't know if I included this part, but I did it right. Like, hey, I'm not begging these men to go out and vote because I'm not. I'm like, I'm not begging anybody for anything. At the end of the day, regardless of whoever wins, I feel like I'm the master of my fate. That's something that I know. That's something that has been tried and proven to me. So I'm just not going to think, oh, you know, whoever wins, that's going to be the end all of everything. Because I cried after the 2016 elections. When they announced Trump as the winner, like, I just thought the world was ending. And I remember, like, just feeling 
I really thought I was going to have to go out of business. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do because I just feel like this is a man that doesn't like women. He's not going to be supportive to anything, any initiatives or, you know, anything that was going to be trying to be put in place for us. Four years later, he's still about the same. He is the same, if not worse. And we now know more of him. But I'm just like, I'm not going to let him dictate my life. So I'm like, hell, I'm trying to learn all the same tricks and rules of the game that he knows. So. And then whether I decide to use them or not, you know, but I just realized, like, look at how he went through the whole, um, like, you know, within the past few weeks, a lot of people have been, um, a lot of the news outlets have been doing like investigative reporting and sharing things like about his tax returns and things like that. And with the tax returns, even though we were all pretty astonished and, you know, like he paid possibly less than his workers were paying. And then there was even articles talking about like how his workers were complaining because they said they had paid thousands of dollars in taxes and then he only paid seven fifty. But at the same time, it's like, you know, they pointed out that what he was doing, even though it wasn't morally right, I guess you say, but it was still like legal, you know, it was above board for the most part, some of the things. And so for that reason, I'm just like, you know, really, we just need to learn how to play the game like them. I mean, they create rules that help the millionaires stay rich by giving them tax breaks and we have to stay down the middle class is what pays everything you know we we have to pay a lot of different things i just it's the integrity for me i remember um you know at the time when he, when um four years ago when we were about to vote i had the kids and my nephew was like td if we um if Trump win, will we will we have to go back to Africa or we'll become back slaves or something like that? He was very concerned, very mm-hmm. concerned about that. And I was like, no, baby, you, you know, no, you're not gonna have this bad. He can't do that. But if we don't watch it, he can provoke some amendments that make us have to go back and you know our rights. And that's why he wanna get so many of his people in for that reason and it's is it's that's that's what gets it to me i understand the policies i understand that joe ain't perfect and he ain't and you know but for me as a woman as a woman i could not vote for him for trump i just i couldn't i couldn't bring myself to and one of my girlfriends who actually um she's white and she's conservative hi robert we see you there um she's conservative and she was i thought when she put that she was that you know she was going to say who she's going to vote for and she wrote something because she's a christian we went to bible study together and she was just like you know my um she was like, usually she vote for the um, conservative, the um, independent. Independent. She was like, but I didn't want to throw my vote away. So it's real interesting that she's seen that she feels like she was throwing her vote away, although she was voting with her conscience. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I just couldn't vote for, I could not allow this man to stay in office one more day. Like, not without me. Hey, Lauren Boo. 
Right. It is a chess game, Lauren. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Chess, not checkers, huh? Listen. (laughs) It was just, it's, and women that vote for him. I don't get it. And it's a tag thing for me. It's a tag, it's an integrity thing. It's the fact that he's using the government's funds to fight these lawsuits against him. The um, government itself, not just the funds, but right. um, oh, somebody they just said they was like they can't keep coming to your defense, like they don't represent him. Oh, I wish I could remember. It wasn't like the FBI, but I can't remember who it was. But it was just the article. I think it was maybe pertaining to the lawsuit that's with him and the um journalist lady that say that you know what I'm talking about. That he assaulted her in a dressing room a few years ago. Well, some years ago. Yeah. And so um, now she has like, I think, a defamation suit against him. And so someone was trying to block it within, I think, the federal government. I can't remember who it was at the exact, but they were just saying, you know, they cannot continue to try to fight his legal battles. So when you say the money, you know, it's also the organizations as well that he's using not to mention how they're stacking up trying to stack the supreme court so that's a whole nother and then those are lifetime appointments like right until they die and that's sad the last and i don't even know why they even did the whole pony show i think that's what they call it like let with this yeah with the woman um barrett is that her last name Cause we already watched uh, the whole Kavanaugh thing just last summer. Wasn't that last summer or the summer before last? And we saw how it was like, our opinions didn't even matter. Why did we even have to watch this whole other, I don't even see why they put it on. Cause they already knew that they were gonna, you know, promote her to it. And the fact that as we were watching and people were um, the different, I don't know if those were senators or state representatives as they were saying who they'd actually vote for and then you know it'd be like big headlines like oh so and so said and it was just like another let down after another let down but like what can we expect but i said it has to be very stressful to be in those positions but you chose to be in those positions so really like f your stress because you wanted to be here and you wanted that power And then, you know, now that you have it, it's like, oh, I have to do this. No, you need to listen to your constituents, the people that put you into office. So little things like that. I've been getting heated just when I think about it. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to calm myself down. I guess my wine been helping me too. I do have wine tonight because it's just been, <laughs> my anxiety has been real. I didn't get to vote until like almost two. Really? I waited all morning for my son. I saw them open the polls. And then I just finally went without him because I, I didn't want to wait and, and it'd be a lot of people. So I was in and out in no time. Actually, less, I think you said with 23 minutes yours, I probably was in and out within 10. But I see I now. Though. Yeah, I know. But I'm just like, there wasn't, um because remember I told you there's the polls location is right across from my house. Uh-huh. So that's how I got to see them open the doors and stuff. But there would be lines at time but they weren't really long lines but i'm just glad to see because you know i live in a marginalized community i was glad to see so many people come out that they really meant a lot to me and i saw my brother like just kind of watching from the window and he was like oh my gosh like it's a lot of people (laughs) it was more so cars but it was just still a good look what's Sharona say she says she's still okay Sharona she's still working and complaining about the results so far I'm not looking at the results no results not gonna be in for a week I believe 
Well, I'm hoping Ernest can tell us um like how would that happen? That was that was one of my questions. Like are they going to tell us one by one, you know, state by state as they come in or are they going to wait until all at once? I'm not familiar with that. They um tell you all at once. I mean, they tell you if um they'll tell you, well, whenever they do the whenever they do the results, they tell you if you won that state, you know, how many states have have um have 100% of their ballots done in and if he won that state or not. Who won? Not him. And I, I know um I don't know. I was, it was something I was still kind of thinking on it. I, I don't know. But yeah. So, look, have y'all voted out there, guys? I see Lauren um, dropped the, look like a ballot box and a heart. So I take it that she did vote. You all can let us know in the comments. Or something. He said he's having a mic issue. Okay. I, um, do you see him down there? Mm -mm. I'm not seeing anything. Um, I see Lauren said it's getting competitive the state by state. I have it playing um, in the background over there, but I can't see that far. I, I was trying to see. I know they said, um, I think it was Kentucky. It, it, Kentucky Biden was leading. But I'm not, I'm not watching. Well, I just have my TV on. I mean, I am watching. And of course, as much as I say, I'm not going to be um, looking at headlines and stuff. Some of them I haven't looked at, but I've just kind of been in between. It depends on my mood. Like, I don't want to be not informed, but I don't want to sit and read every single thing that comes out because a lot of people have been talking about mental wellness today. It is actually International De-Stress Day, if I'm not mistaken. De-Stress yeah. Awareness or Stress Awareness. Yeah. Uh, one of our clients, Shani Palmer, is a licensed uh, social worker. I want to say and she um she went live on instagram and she was sharing some tips and so on like for de-stressing and also she uh touched on the day but also just um oh wow look lauren said kentucky went to trump okay i see ernest trying to pop up now let me see hello ladies hey. can you hear me okay yeah. we can hear you so we have Ernest here with us, Ernest Drone. Ernest Drone is, um, well, tell the people about you. Tell them who you are. I'm the guy, no, I'm playing. Um, I'm just Ernest. I'm a political, what I call guru. Um, it's my passion. Been in it since 1988, I was nine. Uh, I've never missed, missed a convention speech in either party since then. I was a uh, um, Republican growing up. Uh, Colin Powell was my hero. That's what I named my son after. Um, I fell in love with Barack Obama in 2002. I left the Republican Party before then, but then I fell in love with Barack Obama in 2002. Um, worked on a few campaigns for Ron Kirk, Craig Watkins, and of course Obama. And that's just my thing. 
Um, Craig. I'm, proud, I'm sorry. Proud graduate of HBCU Parkland College. As well as that. I was gonna say that um, Ryan Kirk was the mayor of Dallas. And what's your name? Craig Watkins. Craig Watkins. Yeah, he's the um, DA, black DA in Dallas. He was the black, the first black DA in Dallas. Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. So <laughs> we know nothing about politics. Um, a really? couple of years ago. Ernest did a um did an article for us and it went well. A lot of people learned a lot of things. <laughs> and I think we just gave you the kids and just Yeah. Write, write whatever you want to write. We didn't have any type of thing. But go ahead, Fancy. Did you have a question? Uh well look, I'm not gonna say we don't know nothing about politics now, but we probably right. don't know like Ernest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, um, what was it that sparked your interest in it, in politics? My dad. Oh. My, my dad, he made me in 1988 sit down and watch uh, Michael Dukakis. I had got in some trouble. And instead of getting a country boy whooping like I normally get, my dad made me sit down and watch Michael Dukakis's, uh Democratic National Convention. And I can, understood, I can understand it. And... I'm sorry, made me watch his, listen to his speech and then tell him what he said because he's watching it as well. I could understand it. It's, it, it, it it bit me. I thought I was a smart guy. I went back to school the next day. <laughs> and nobody everybody, what's up? Right. <laughs> well, I'm curious though. Okay, so Michael Dukakis and you said Democratic Convention, right? Excuse that me? was the Democratic... What was it? Didn't you just say whoever it was? It was... They were a Democrat. Correct. What you said? Okay. So what was it that interested you about the Republican Party then, initially, you know, back then? Uh, um, Colin Powell. Oh. Okay. Colin Powell, the, the, the way that he, he had always been my hero since I was in the fourth grade. And when I understood he was a Republican, that's what I'm going to do. And then I actually met George Bush Sr. right around that time, fourth grade. I, I won a contest in uh, my hometown, Bryan College Station. Um, uh, uh, why it's important to read and stay away from drugs. I won this contest and he came. I got to read for him and all that. And uh, that was cool to me. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm keeping with the Republicans. <laughs> I don't know. I can remember liking Ronald Reagan. I didn't have no wrong reason. I just liked him. He was, uh, he was uh, charismatic. Everybody liked Ronald Reagan. Yeah. But his, his policies were terrible. That's okay. I never was a, I say I'm a Democrat now, but I really, I really watch people and see whatever they do. Um, most of the time I do vote Democrat, but I never vote a straight Democratic ticket. It's always a Republican or independent somewhere in there because I truly believe, and you guys should too, I truly believe that we need the checks and balances. But we need to also pay attention to the Senate and who's saying what. Um, and I watch what they're doing. I watch what they're saying and different things. But today, I know a lot of Black people were just very anxious. I woke up with major anxiety. I woke up, I woke, I was off and on about four something and I just finally got up at five something. And I was on pins and needles. And I think it's because of um, just everything that's been going on in the world <laughs> i just feel like you know this man incites rage he just he applauds people for being assholes 
And then, and then they do it and then other people make excuses for him and say, oh, that's not what he meant. That's not what it was. And I'm like, I'm looking at it. You can't tell me that this isn't what I'm looking at. So um, did you wake up feeling anyway, thinking anyway? What was your feelings? Today is election day. You were excited? Me? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, this is my time. So <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm crazy excited. You know, this is what I look forward to in life. So every election day, um, every election cycle, every every two years, I'm excited. So yeah, I like to be right. I like to predict. I like to look at stuff that other folks are not seeing. And I'm actually surprised about your answer. I'm, I, I like that. I like what your answer. It's, it's good. Uh, when you use like, um, you pay attention to what uh, what folks are saying. I think um, people need to people need to do that more. I think we get shoveled a lot of uh, BS because we don't pay attention to what they're actually saying and doing. Right. So tell us about this election. Major focuses on the president. We had some, I know we had a railroad commission here in Collin County. We had, um, we had some judges, you know, I think I picked the judge because one of my girlfriends posts that, and I look at people's opinions. I'm not going to lie. Um, one of my girlfriends said that, that one of the judges that was running was very considerate of her when she had her divorce case. And she said that she was representing herself. And she made a big post. She was like, I'm representing myself. And he told me to take my time and this and that. He was a Republican. I voted for him. Because I felt like if he took the time for her, I never know when I might need him to take some time for me, you know? So I, I, I always pay attention to that. There's a gentleman, a black, um, and you know, I'm, I know you've heard of him, um, LaShannon. Um, he's in McKinney. Councilman. Councilman, yes. Um, so, go ahead. I can never pronounce his name either. So, <laughs> um, this election is important. Every election is important, I think. Um, I, now, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Um, I believe a no vote is an uncast ballot is just important as, an, as a cast ballot when it comes to a political perspective. So when I did my, when I voted last time in 2016, my conscience couldn't let me pick one for president if I picked everybody else. I also voted for, for example, in 2000, I voted for George Bush, but I worked for Ron Kirk. You see what I'm saying? Democratic. So, correct. So I think that once we pay attention to platform, like 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 uh, the brother McKinney, everybody McKinney should be voting for that brother. You know, especially if you are of the, if you are, especially if you're black and of the liberal persuasion when it comes to social issues, you should be um, voting for that brother because he stands up for what he believes in. Right. But like, I think what we ignore is like uh, the judges and family courts and and things of that nature. I think what we ignore, especially fathers or, or, or you know, just anybody, small business owners, who you want, you know, ahead of your, in, in charge of your cases when you have a problem with somebody or if we need to sue somebody that's important, who do we want in? I think we, as a community, as a, as, you know, as, just as an electorate and as a society, we need to pay more attention to those, especially DAs. I get very upset. I get very upset when talking about Craig Watkins compared to the lady that came in, then got replaced. And then I get very upset talking about 
the fact that Jordan Edwards was convicted by a black Republican woman, uh, the killer of Jordan Edwards was convicted by a black Republican woman and replaced her because of a party. She gave us what we wanted and we replaced her and we shouldn't have. That's just in Dallas County. Mm -hmm. Um, so what happened in McKinney is the brother, he stands up for black rights every turn. When he was just out there with the um fancy, I don't know if you if you heard of it, it was a um a black guy. He got killed by the police out here not too far from us. It was in Burlington, wasn't it? Um, Ernest, you may JP, have. that was in um small little town. Yeah, it was a small little town. However, this guy was out there, but they're trying to replace him. They're trying to um, revoke his seat in McKinney, Texas, out here. And um, it's, it's just really sad because every time you see him very positive, he just speaks, he speaks what's up. Like he he stood up, there was a, um, a Republican a Republican here, the head of the, the Republican convention here in Texas, he was in his city. They had a rally in his city and didn't tell him. So he went, and when he went, the guy was like, you need to apologize to me. And he was like, you didn't make her apologize, so why should I apologize? And I mean, he just don't take no shit. That's what it is. He just don't take no shit. He really stands on what he was. We cussing on here, so we can keep 100? Okay, cool. Thank you. Second time <laughs> I did that. So I was like, okay, hey. now we can. Oh, well, shit. Let me be myself then. Let me, man, okay. Oh I see you fancy with the drink know. and stuff. Okay. <laughs> you know okay. That was, oh, y'all uh, that was because of election anxiety, sir. <laughs> you can uh, have to down all the time. Let that be the reason. <laughs> thank you. To be honest, huh? I told Fancy, let that be the reason she drank it because of election anxiety. <laughs> but yeah, so you're so silly. But what you said is so true. We need to pay attention to the judges. We need to pay attention to all these different things because they make the laws that's here, that's, that's, that's right here. That impacts us most. That impact us the most. Yeah, the president is cool, but he can't do shit without the Congress and, um, and the Senate. And then he can veto, but I'm just saying. You got to move heaven and earth to get a federal law that you want as a, a voting class. Right. Um, so that's one of the reasons why everybody knows, even though I praised Obama, I'm just losing pissed off at him a little bit because I know what we gave him. We gave him the power to do what the fuck he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So we gave it to him. You think he had help in the Senate? You think he had help in Congress? Yes. He had his entire party. He had a, what's called a supermajority for 18 months. He can pass three laws a day if he wanted to. But I also think that his party, another reason why I don't rock with them anymore, his party turned their back on him. I think his party is not who we think they are. And those same people still in leadership today, but they didn't give him what he wanted. So I give him a break when it comes to that. But I don't give us a break when we cling to certain liberals. So when you say you don't think they are who they claim to be, is that right. how you put it? Okay. Yes. So, can you elaborate more on that? For example, the Congressional Black Caucus just put out a a black plan. I forget the name of it, right? They just mm -hmm. put one out. Well, Congressional Black Caucus had all the power in the world when Obama was in office, beginning when he first got there, to do the exact same thing. They did not. 
they were they were given Tavis Smiley's Tavis Smiley's um, covenant with Black America that that every Black brain had a hand in writing, and they didn't touch it years ago. Um, so I'm just I'm just just at CBC, Nancy Pelosi, Harry Reid, Chuck Schumer, all those folks have been in office all our lives, and only when a Republican when it's not possible. When it's not possible for it to happen for us, will they bring it up? Well, when you was able to do something, what did you do for me? And I think as a community and as an electorate, we got to start asking that. Well, what the hell was this when you had all the power to do what you wanted to do? That's all I'm saying. And I think and I think they turned their back on Obama, too, because don't forget what he promised on was hope and change. Right. So they spent so much time on. The, he wanted to do multiple bills, and I know he wanted to do them. He didn't present them because he didn't have the backing. He wanted to do a compre comprehensive immigration reform bill. He wanted to do a change in the criminal justice bill, actual laws, not executive orders. And because he didn't have his party behind him, which he should have, then those things didn't get done. But I also blame him for not being a bully and telling everybody and cussing them out like Trump does. If a Republican goes against Trump, like, like, Mitt Romney did. All of a sudden, no time to impeach Trump. Mitt Romney was on his side because he didn't want to catch no hell. Okay, so you got to use your bully pole. That's one of And then I always say that everybody want everybody wanted Obama to be what Trump is, and I don't think that Trump is Trump is not as educated as Obama was, but and Obama has such a uh, um, history in making change and different things. So that's why he went about it the way that he did because he had been doing this a little while, but we needed him, we needed that black side to come out of him just a little bit. Yeah, grab your nuts, man. Say something. Cut somebody out. Come on, come on, come on. Why you? <laughs> I was just throwing off. So I was going to ask something about somebody, but I can't even remember that. Oh, so tell me this, because this is how I feel. We talked about it a little bit on here. This platinum plan that um that Ice Cube has. I think you and I kind of went back and forth on Facebook. Didn't we go back and forth about this? Yes. Yes. Ice Cube. <laughs> the platinum package is Trump's plan. It is fantastic and i think that um now biden had, now i'm gonna be honest biden has a good plan too that's all i'm gonna say i heard i've looked into it and it's like the stuff that q was coming with biden had that already in his plan no this is this, this is what it is it's all right it was some of it in there i do like let's 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 be honest trump wants the black vote so bad that he's gonna give us Damn near anything we want. So, oh, he gonna say he nobody, damn near anything. No, nah, Trump ain't. See, that's what I'm talking about. All the Democrats have a 47. The Democrats have a 60 year history of telling us what they're gonna do and not doing it for us. 60 years, but we never bring that up. But Trump has done two things for us in the, the four years he's been in office. But I'm, don't forget me wrong. I'm not tooting his horn. I'm just telling you the irony. <laughs> of it. You off this podcast? <laughs> no, the irony of it. You know, the irony of the fact that the party that I belong to, the party that you want me to push you, and you so you represent my people, you ain't did a damn thing for me when I given you the power. That's all I'm saying. But it, but that's the thing. I like the platinum plan. I like what Cube did. Somebody had to ask, and I don't think it. 
I don't think if uh, Q wouldn't have pushed it out there, people wouldn't give a damn about what black folks think because nobody comes up with a plan for us. Nobody's this vocal about a plan for us. So well, pressure. Is, I mean, it's it's cool. I'm good with the plan and everything, but I just feel like it's too little too late. We had a hundred people running for Democrat and you wait till a month or two before the election to bring, bring up this plan. He waited he until... Said, Oh, I was busy. I mean, he basically, I've watched his interview, I've watched at least three interviews, and he was like, oh, I was busy. So, now that you're not busy and everything, now you can give a damn about your people? And then I'm so nah, sick of like... No, nah, nah. see, Q got a history. Q, see, what people don't know, Q got a history of working with the minister on, on, on a, a myriad of issues. But the, the thing is, he did what we all do. We gave them opportunity to make their pitch. We waited on our turn. He didn't hear it, so he went and said something about it. That's what I'm saying. That's what we all do every election. That's what you've done, that's what fans have done, that's what we all done. That's how it is. You, you after doing the debates, he came out and said, Okay, I heard this, but what about the black what about the black stuff? And that's what everybody was like, okay, yeah, I've always been like that. If it ain't about black issues, if you have an entire debate where you speak in Spanish and you don't bring up black issues and with the base of your party, that's a problem. You see what I'm saying? That's a problem. Well, I want to know what two things Trump did. I, I would just want to know what what would you say? I'm an HBCU graduate. He permanently funded HBCUs. We asked Obama to do it. He did not. He's okay. given no matter what they say. My president, the president of my college, is black. He is a Democrat. And he will be running for office in Dallas County. He's very, very popular nationwide. He sat in front of the alumni board and told us that Trump, since then the 13 years he's been president of our college, Trump was the very best. And when it comes to HBCU funding, but he also forgave he also forgave debt from Xavier and Dillard three hundred and forty seven million dollars to allow them colleges to stay open. And one of them is primarily for African American women, and in Louisiana. So, and that, don't forget they begged Obama to do the same thing, but Obama talked shit to us in front of national TV when he was at the Urban League conference. But and then he, what he did do, nobody else nobody else would do. He did push a bipartisan uh, criminal justice reform bill that let 3,000 African-Americans out of jail in four years. In four years? In four, three and a half, almost four years. Are you saying though, I mean, and I'm just I'm asking out of uh, trying to better understand, are you saying that they will be out in three and a half years? Or no, this, is, or this is okay throughout the three and a half out. years they were getting out. Okay. Yeah, they right. were out. He, okay. once, it was written by a Democrat and co-written by a Republican. He did push it and he did get on his party to make it be passed. He he actually got on the microphone, used his bully pulpit, and made them pass the damn bill that was written by the Republican. That was written by a Democrat. They didn't want to pass. That's all okay. I want. So here's the thing. Um, I had I looked at, I had to look this up just now. So last month, I'm reading some, last month, um, he made an executive order prohibiting federal funds from being awarded to agencies or contractors promoting racial or sexual um, stereotyping. And this could cause um, HBCUs to be ineligible for nearly all federal funding, right or wrong, true or false? False. Okay. HBCUs, okay. is allowed now that HBCUs are permanently federally funded. So, permanently funded. 
you know we used to have to as as a as a student of a black college you would have to they would have we would have to vote on they would have to vote on us being funded so we don't know if our funding was coming all the time now it's permanent so it's not a question anymore you might take that away from us and we've been asking for that for at least 80 80 years and he was the first one to do it he just said okay that's all that's all it took but I'm not giving him. Don't get me wrong. I don't like this man. I absolutely hate him. I absolutely hate this man. Well, I can definitely but also, I absolutely hate. <laughs> yo, you can agree then. Yeah. But I also, but I also absolutely hate the other man that he's running against too. So, oh, so I'm just telling the truth. Excuse me. Anya, what you about to say? I said, oh, I know. <laughs> so Actually, I want to know what what's Biden like? What's the deal? Because like I've heard things, I've just heard things. So I see how you're looking, but I don't know what what is your deal with Biden. Yeah, you got to get your whole deal. Well, look, <laughs> kind of we didn't vote now, so we we hate Trump because as black folks, we hate Trump because of his association with racism and white supremacy, right? Mm -hmm. Does he have any best friends that are actual white supremacists? Biden Probably. does. No, we don't know that, but we knew Biden does. Yeah. But he incites race, he incites, and uh, he ain't got no damn best friend. He I, actually incites. We know he does though. What about, are the killers or the, Trump got all type of crazy friends that you would just think, Putin, or however you say his name. I mean, but Vladimir Putin. I'm talking about against black folks. That's what I'm talking about. Just us. You don't think? Do you think what I'm saying? Like people like he does. I feel yeah, like no, no. Putin don't go to Africa. Putin don't go to Africa. And I mean, let me give you an example of who I'm talking about. I'm talking about George Wallace. I'm talking about that. This is crazy. Alabama George Wallace sell my that they had the. 1960 George Wallace, they hated Martin Luther King George Wallace. They gave him an award. I'm talking about Strom Thurmond, the segregationist. I'm talking about, I'm talking about Robert Byrd, the absolute racism we used in the N-word in 2002 while he was still best friends with Joe Biden. I just don't, 47 years, name the black bill that Joe Biden promised and passed and written himself. And 40, where was he doing the civil rights movement? We know what Bernie was, we know what Hillary was. What was well, he? Trump, Trump, they was in the same place. Nowhere to be found. They're the same, they're the same person. Well, my thing, no, I, I don't think they're the same person. Now, maybe he have friends and I didn't I didn't know that they were friends. I won't say that they're best friends. He, he eulogy, who gonna give your eulogy at your funeral? Well, my thing he was Trump. eulogized both of them. Oh. Wait, so they both did? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, but they how long they been dead? Um, Robert Byrd been dead since 2010. I believe Strom Thurmond died in 2006. I'm taking down these names, but I'm like, okay, so I remember George Wallace because I um I watched, not watched, I read Coretta's book and she talked about him. Oh, yeah, I had never heard of him. But how does that man give you an award and you all of a sudden the champion of black people? And you don't have any history of it. Not one thing can any of us name. I'm 40 years old and I've been following politics for damn near 30 years. I can't name one bill that this man has ever passed for black folks. I have can't name one time he stood in the front for black folks. Not once, ever. None of us can. 
So was there a candidate that that you would have voted for? Um, you know that that didn't make the cut. I would have voted for. I hate Donald Trump so much. I would have voted for anybody besides Joe Biden, Bloomberg, and Amy Klobuchar. I would have voted for Mayor Pete. I would have voted for Elizabeth Warren. I would have voted for Bernie Sanders. I would have voted for them all besides those three. You know why? Because they have an adverse history when it comes to black folks. I don't see where it says that um, that he utilized um, George Wallace. No, no, George Wallace gave him a war. George Wallace been dead for damn near 30 years. He eulogized Strom Thurmond and Robert Byrd. George Wallace is a absolute racist and segregationist. When you voted against busing and desegregation of schools and was the only Democrat in the East Coast to do so and didn't supply a equal, a equal uh, funding bill for black schools, that let me know I need to look at you. And then when you support a Ronald Reagan's war on drugs, it wasn't a black war on drugs. And then you wrote that you wrote three crime bills then, then you wrote uh, several more after that. They was all aimed at one place. When Ronald Reagan was in office, it wasn't a black issue, it wasn't a gang issue. That was the early 80s. It was cocaine in Miami and in, in white America. Crack became the biggest thing in the early 90s. And the violence became the biggest thing in the early 90s. So I don't, I don't no. You're the only Democrat on that side? The only one? No. Hello, I gotta admit. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go back and look at some of this myself too, because uh, I see Anya like, but I, I I had never heard any of those things. Um, I don't know if they would have changed my opinion, because at the end of the day, we gotta vote for somebody, I think. Or do you- I wasn't voting for Trump. Yeah, I knew I wasn't voting for Trump. For me, it's the blatant disrespect. Like, listening to you speak, you de definitely seem to know politics. Um, definitely not. I'm definitely not on your level. But I would say either way, like, with Trump, that was just like an obvious hell no. You know, just there's no way. But I don't know. What, what are you um, predicting for, you know, the outcome of this race, of this election? I, and I just posted it before I came onto the show. I always give my prediction. I think um, Trump's gonna win. Only he's gonna win electoral electoral votes. Um, I'm not, this is one of the hardest elections of our lifetime, to be honest with you, to call. I think Trump's gonna win. I think um, Biden's gonna win four million, four million almost 4 million um, uh, more popular votes. I don't trust Florida, the Hispanic community in Florida, in Arizona or Nevada. I'm, I don't trust the uh, the white working class in Pennsylvania, but I think for some reason, I think uh, I think Biden wins Ohio. It's normally where goes Ohio goes, so goes the rest of the country is what they used that's to say. Right. I think yeah. that's changed. Um, that's what Michelle said in her book. Michelle right. was like, that's why they, they they did a lot in Ohio because it's like when when they do it and they, they're real tough voters, like they really look into your background. Yes. They look into all kinds of stuff. That's what Michelle said in her book. She was like, we went to churches and they asked the hard questions. Like, look, 
and they did their research, so that's why. My thought is this, and you bring such great um, information. I wish you had time to write for us more um, for politics, but I'm, I'm wearing on you. <laughs> I'm gonna manage him too. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, you give great thoughts and it did say that he did utilize Bird. I ain't have a chance to look up the other guy because you know I'm, I'm a fact checker. I'm a fact checker. checker. Um, with all of that, I just felt like he had stood behind a black man before um, Obama. He, he had to stand behind him in order to be on the ticket with him. That's oh, how. Yeah. I, oh, um, you totally dismissed that. And he has, uh, yeah. Yeah, I dismiss it. Uh, would you, if a president, would you stand? If you want to be vice president, would you stand behind somebody? Don't forget. Would you stand by? I mean, you know what I mean? I, I won't lie. That right there alone, that was one thing that that really kind of made me rethink a lot of things. Because can you imagine how that might have felt for him if he really yes. was that type of person? He wanted, I would do it if Trump said, <laughs> Ernest, be my vice, be, be my vice president. If I want to be president one day and I had already ran three times, and the black community didn't support me, and all no. I have to do is sit here behind this brother. Okay, damn. It was all a right. means to an end for him. Don't forget, and see, I watch. Don't forget, he ran against Obama. Go back and look at those clips. He did. Was, he ran against him. He ran against him, and Michelle didn't care for him. Who's your best friends with now? Right. I I think I voted for him also because of Kamala. Um, I've been looking into her a bit lately too. Um, what you got? Which is about to say, why you butt your eyes? Tonight is not tonight I'm gonna diss the black woman. Not tonight. Thank you. Even though I politically disagree. <laughs> I politically disagree with her in her history. I, I politically disagree with her. I think Val Demings and Stacey Abrams would have been perfect. Val Demings. I it wasn't I think everybody's just making it a, her prosecutor, uh, being a prosecutor, no. Her record was terrible. Val Demings was an actual police officer and a lawyer and could have, I think, she, I believe she was a lawyer. She was in law enforcement. Black folks still supported her. She just didn't have that record record of holding innocent people in jail. I we don't care about the tough on crime. If I look past the prosecutor, I've seen some good things she did in California and some bills and stuff. So that's what made me look at her and say, okay, but we can talk about her another time if you like. Right. I, she, um, she embraced a good program. She's supposed to. She's a Democrat. That's what I'm saying. She, she did a lot, some great stuff. I looked into it and, you know, I'm a fact checker. So, yeah. and I just felt like that Biden is making way for her. That's just me. I just felt like. She's going to be president. Well, what Biden did with the party was going to do. It's the year of the black woman. If it wasn't a black woman on the ticket, they wasn't winning shit. They right. knew and that. I, and I feel like, um, I just felt like a, a lot of disrespect came out. You can, you cannot like her. Don't get me wrong. You can feel whatever way. I just feel like this year, especially when he put her on his ticket, we seen and black men should have seen why we feel like we're not protected and respected because the way a lot of black men went in on that woman. They're I supposed mean, to go in on her. Lot, huh? They're gonna go. Kamala is different simply based on the fact you are a prosecutor with a terrible record of holding black men, innocent black men in jail. So we're gonna go in on you. 
that that's that's the difference. She ain't the only black pro female prosecutor. She ain't the only black uh, police chief. You know, so we don't go in on them. We went in on her because of her record. If she didn't have that record, nobody would ever say anything. When you say innocent, I, I always look at it as sometimes, and I hate to say like this, the good stuff for the bad because it was a, a crime bill. Are you speaking of the crime bill? Or are you speaking on other No, stuff? I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of direct action. She was admonished by a white woman Democratic judge for her extended suppression of evidence to allow over 600 people, presumably innocent people remain in jail, should have never been in jail in the first place. She also got in trouble by one particular case, I, I believe, I don't quote me, but I think the last name is Gates, the Gates case, where her prosecutor lied, she refused to fire him, and they had to let that man out of jail and she also blocked evidence, blocked evidence and spent her time on a technicality to keep another seemingly innocent man in the jail. And the judge admonished her then as well, too. But I don't By think that a lot of men knew that information that you're saying. I'm going to have to look at that. I don't think, I think people knew that. They were going in on other reasons. They didn't know that. You're talking about because she's married to a white man? They, they talked, about, they talked about... You, you know a black woman ain't... We, you know, a black a black man could never rise in empowerment to a white woman politically, and not a Democrat anyway, because y'all wouldn't vote for him. But I think that's terrible anyway. I think no, I think it's terrible that we people judged off of that. But they went in on her. Yeah, she got trashed. Like Obama got called a Muslim. We went into Trump's personal life with his ex-wife, um, who he was Trump sleeping was with, and all that. On, on Obama, like it was. Yeah, it was but that's politics. She got treated like everybody else. I just feel like I feel like black men went in on her even more, and I feel like I feel She's like the enemy of black men that you that you gave. I don't feel like they 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 knew that information. I feel like they just it was just another we we ain't riding with no black woman. That was that's just my feel. How do you think black women get in the office with black men ain't voting? No matter uh, black women and uh, other and that's black not women enough. and also the other. Um, white allies? No, no, no think about this. Really See, it's another thing. Black you, people do seem to like black women, some some white people. So I'm just saying, they they oftentimes feel like we're stronger, we're more capable of doing things, you know? I'm just saying, not to say look that, at the that, percentage. that they use us. So that's the reason why I said, you know, that could very well be the case. And now, they do. Them. And now I think, I'm gonna be honest with you, I think Kamala was used by the powerful white women in the Democratic Party at the beginning, and they never, when she started winning, I think they never wanted her to win because it was white Democratic women um, in in the state of California who went uh, who went in on her and exposed her record to everybody else, the people who were supposed to be her allies. Now, this is why I'm telling y'all, y'all never politically have a, a better ally than the black man. We vote two percent. Y'all, if y'all vote 98% some way, we're gonna vote 96% that way with you. No other races even where close. They're not, they're in the mid 80s. So whatever y'all vote, we follow y'all. So we always been allies. We always been there for y'all statistically when it comes to voting, period, and has never been any other way. Maybe statistically, but the way I look at stuff, I even, and we're not looking at the same people and the same things, but the way people, the disrespect, it was so much worse than than when Obama, anybody. It was just so much Obama, worse. 
Well, mama didn't have the record that she did. So much worse. And it, it wasn't all no record, Aaron Ernest. It wasn't. It wasn't about no record. Well, that's was, Obama, if Obama was married to a white man, a white woman, y'all wouldn't have voted for him anyway. Don't forget, black women supported Hillary Clinton over Obama until black men helped y'all change y'all mind. I would have voted for Obama I, 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 if he was married to a white woman because it's not about who they married to, to me. But that's me. You would have. You smart. You smart. I would have. And, and I, I don't care who nobody next to. It don't matter. Matter. Shit, I was engaged to a white man. And what? I just... Mm, but we'll have to get you on to talk about, like you say, um, black men having our back because they don't. Yes, we do. Why should black men support a black woman that intentionally plays them and their black son? See, this not even like this is not the rest. This is the crime bill, effort of the crime bill, and nothing That's to not do for putting that on there. Harm with her part in and in enforcing effort of the crime bill when you look at the crime bill and this could be a whole nother conversation to me i looked at i read through the crime bill and i just truly felt like they needed something done at that time and they was trying to so you don't feel like crime was out of hand i, I lived I through feel, it no 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 i'm 40 i lived through it i lived through drive-bys and everything else and gangs and everything doing. else I believe so, crime was out of hand, but I also believe that when you're told that you're going to destroy a generation, then you got to sit back and think. And you was told that. I also believe that we wasn't the ones shipping that shit in here. Why is it that I can get when when cocaine is the basis of crack? Why is it that I can get more time for making crack than you get for a, fuck, a damn kilo of cocaine? I they mean, protected I their own. So I just believe so they threw us away and we allowed it. Don't forget, I forget, don't forget, in the mid-80s, it was a white and Hispanic thing. And they didn't, they didn't do that shit then. Now that we have opioids, a lot of stuff that they enforced on um on things. But I, when I when I look at the crime bill, going back to the crime bill, when I look at the crime bill, I don't feel like it was intentionally for against like I feel like they was just trying to throw something against the wall to slow shit down. But these we are Harvard educated people who told them. And they know it now. He just admitted it was against black folks. We told you at the time it was against he us. He said that it was that it wasn't a good policy. I it was destructive. He was, no, no, he no, said it was against white black people. I've never no, heard he, it was against he white understand, people. He's, he he's said he's understand. He said that it was he, against solely against he, black people and his family. No, he he admitted. This is what I'm saying when he says it's against black folks. He admitted that it had a more adverse effect on us than it did anybody else, and he apologized for that. that all the way into, even when he was in office with Barack, he said he was so proud of the bill in 2017. So, I'm, but I, the bill is not that big of a deal to me, as much as it is the rest of the stuff. You know what I'm saying? C coupled That's what I'm with saying. It's like people hang on to that crime bill, and then I look at this, and, and then we got to close out because we had time. Okay. I, <laughs> for to just sit there. Yeah. I look at it like this also. Something needs to be done. They do something against the wall. Sometimes the shit is right. Sometimes it's wrong. And then you 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 fix it or you try to replace it or you... I mean, you apologize for the shit. And then you change. That's how I feel. And I feel like if we if we not to think that certain people change, we don't feel like we change. So that's she just... Got to me that you change. That's all. That's just my thoughts. So... That's true. Thank you so much for coming on with us. I'm sure we'll... Um, We'll have you again, and maybe There's we no shave November, you Um, all right. Maybe we can get you to some more political articles for us. Any final words? 
I just want everybody to remain calm tonight. It's going to be a couple of days where we really know the answer. And <laughs> hey, take care of your home and your family. And do, you know, regardless of who wins, do what you got to do. Um, right. And Trump's going to win, though. That's it. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed you. I didn't argue, but I enjoyed you. I always enjoy it. Bye. <laughs> I've been fooled with this head. This head, this head don't act right. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Sometimes I always say um, things that Ernest say I don't agree with, but he know facts and he stand on facts and he can give it to you and I always fact check them. Um, anybody, I fact check anybody. So we're at time. You're tired. So, um, you know, it's okay. My shirt today can be found at um, Miss Things Boutique, Dream Catcher. Because, hell, we are going to have we gonna have to catch dreams um, no matter who's in office. <laughs> well, I said, well, so that's Miss MC Thing Z things with a Z boutique um, a lady and her wine and lady you can find me at lady.ceo on Instagram all yeah. right okay and um, you all can find me at the where can you find me at I have my stuff I'm trying to show it okay so of course my website is swagger.net you all can find basically everything that you need to find there pertaining to the magazine or myself. However, um, you can find me also on Linktree, Fancy Stops. I'm trying to work on building that up more so you can learn more about my upcoming events or speaking engagements or whatever else I may have going on. And um, my handle is Fancy Swagger on all platforms. That's F-A-N-C-Y-S-W-A-G-H-E-R. Also, really quickly, I want to let you all know that we are hosting a sale this month um, in honor of Entrepreneurship Month. And I don't see it. Um, we're But we're doing half off the business card. So they're actually $25. It's going to be all month long. And you all can contact us at advertise at swagger.net if you're interested in purchasing one. So it's going to be good for all month. And yeah. All right. Um, I need to just give my um. I should probably just give my link tree and be done with it. Oh. Um, fancy you do have fancy will be speaking. Is that still going on, girl? I thought I was gonna lose my mind. Oh right, yes. Yeah. So we'll be speaking at um the her conclave event, girl. I thought I was good. I almost lost my mind. Um, that's gonna be this Saturday on the seventh. It's gonna be from I think ten to two, mm-hmm. and it will be virtual. Also, um. Well, they're going to be doing a live segment portion of it as well, like where they'll all be in a physical location. But then for those of us who aren't in state, then we will be virtual. But it is an event about sisterhood. Um, They're going to have some really great sessions, even some mental health sessions and topics. So I invite you all to check that out. I'm sorry. I thought I had that on here, but I guess I don't. Um, but you all can find out more at herconclave.com. I'm going to just drop that in the comments right quick. And tomorrow you'll also be at a space to win panel discussion. Uh, it's, look, I actually did that tomorrow, ma'am. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> okay, because I thought you told me it was on Friday when we were talking about phone. But okay, yeah, so I'll be there too. I don't know if that's going to be live. Is it? I think it's live. Oh, okay. 
All right. Well, if you're following any of my pages, I'll be starting to share something pertaining to that. If I um, if I have something, or definitely on my Facebook then. But I think that's that's everything. All right. Well, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Me and um, Ernest's banter. We we really go hard. He and I, and I will be managing him soon because he has to get a platform. We have to. So anyway, right. 